Hey girlies, welcome to Crisis Twink, the podcast where we ring the alarm about cultural emergencies. Whether it's a flop album, an insane headline, a problematic fave, or just something that needs to be urgently discussed or you'll die, we're going to revive it and make sure it gets the medical assistance it so desperately needs. My name is Drew Haskins, and I'm the only twink who can save a culture in crisis. Joining me today is a returning fan favorite. She was here a year ago talking about dating in 2022, and now it is 2023, and things have gotten uh, worse, (laughs) worse than ever. Um, But we're still here. We're thriving. We're surviving, and we're recording a podcast. Um, Please give a big crisis twink welcome to Sarah Hilligas. Thank you. Wow. Excited to be back. In person. In per- yeah, we have to get the elephant in the room out of the room. We, <laughs> we are, are we are we are in the room together. Um, the first taping in like over a year that's actually been in per- in person. Crazy, yeah. Yeah. really crazy. My first podcast in person. Yeah, like it's giving very um fresh air vibes. Like yeah. we're in, we have like the mugs of tea here. <laughs> like Haley Bieber's um, isn't doesn't she have something like in the bathroom? you know does she I find I, her so unremarkable I don't what does she she has a podcast she has like a show like in my bathroom right in my bathroom I think so okay I'm looking to say I mean I don't think she's famous other than she's I mean, just she's married to Justin yeah, Bieber which she's is Kendall's friend and she is a nepo baby technically not to like yeah. rehash that discourse but like it's easy to forget that she was Haley Baldwin for a really long time like that Bieber really like it stuck Haley Bieber pod podcast how would i even google this maybe like short film youtube it could be a youtube series she was just on call her daddy which is really skewing the results here Mm. with far more success did she wear that nepo baby shirt recently was that okay i'm pretty sure that was a oh yeah it was a youtube series that she did they ate she and charlotte lawrence ate pizza in her bathroom that's so gross <laughs> yeah. that's so gross. i think she has a nicer bathroom than no, maybe like, ours <laughs> i don't i don't care if you live at the taj mahal <laughs> you could not pay me to eat, to eat in a bathroom i think that's crazy no oh my god you think i like i get crumbs on myself just sitting at a table <laughs> like i cannot like eat a piece of pizza like lying on my tummy like a sea otter no that's disgusting no yeah crumbs in the bed my I, word oh my god in college a girl ate peeps in my bed um like you know because everyone just sits on each other's beds in college and yeah it was freshman year and the friendship was over soon thereafter I mean you just can't eat bed. peeps and someone well yeah because you get all the like the like <laughs> peep. I was going to peep cheese peep I don't <laughs> know. like, like the, yeah. the sticky marshmallow part but also that um the like sprinkles like the sanding sugar on the outside yeah it's <laughs> like, like um feathers yeah pixie dust yeah yeah it's it's foul though whatever it is like it should be in a bed like yeah, repulsive i did tell a lie earlier though i'm now realizing because i i kind of have forgotten that like when i was in la i lived in a studio this actually about half the size of the room that we're recording in right now. I live in a mansion now, but no, um, 
I would eat in bed sometimes actually because there was nowhere else to sit really in my apartment except in bed. So there would be times. And I remember one morning after the Halloween season, I woke up and I had rolled. Halloween is your season. Halloween is my season. Because as someone who likes like fall vibes, death and the occult and candy, it's a pretty good time of the year for me. He loves candy. I love candy. <laughs> I lo- can't get enough of the stuff. However, though, I woke up one early November morning. I had been eating candy in bed the night before. <laughs> so you saw I, I noticed I noticed something. I noticed something. I noticed um a brown slick. <laughs> and I thought to myself initially, I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> something something has occurred. But crap. then I see underneath <laughs> my pillow, a Mr. Goodbar wrapper. Oh, did you fall asleep? I fell asleep on top Idiot. of a Mr. Goodbar. Oh. No, 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 I didn't fall asleep <laughs> like mid eating. Like, like that's woke up. No, that sleep. like strains credibility. Though like, I, I'm pretty sure um, in The Whale, the movie The Whale, yeah. The Whale does like false top of a candy oh. bar i haven't seen it yet that movie seems really offensive i truly don't know anything about it besides that it's brendan fraser and i used to love him in the mummy oh same iconic big, big mummy stan and you know what was a very formative early childhood crush like also early gay awakening too though yeah. i don't i don't think i was like fully cognizant of it at that point yeah george of the jungle oh george the jungle was Hot. Hot. Like that guy, he was like greased up. Hot yeah. house for tree, right? <laughs> it's like a greased up freak, but yeah. like it was very hot. Like strong around, you know. Yeah, the the, the one cloth. The like one cloth. And um to this day, it's so unfortunate. I am really attracted to guys with like loin long cloths. hair. No, 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 no. Yeah, loincloths. No, I'm big in loincloths. Um I'm really attracted to guys with like that length hair, hmm. Speci- but like they have to be hot. But like that Perfect. length of hair is like a yeah an additive to me. Like I'm sorry to say this, Jared Leto has always been very. He is he is objectively. But he's attractive. like a weird creep. But that's his personality. Yeah, <laughs> but that's not good though. He lives in like um a Quonset hut. You know what a Quonset hut is? No. Is it's it like, like a it's like no hold on i'm pulling it up this is a visual podcast today because we can actually <laughs> like google and show each other what we're doing in person a quonset hut are these like long tubular kind of things like they're like small airplane hangers he lives in one of those on laurel canyon though. okay um yeah you look he's like is he married no but famously not he is like, he straight yeah but like I would not be surprised. No, he's very sexual. I feel like I feel like he like, and I'm gonna smack it allegedly on this because like I don't want him getting litigious. Like he gives me like sex cult energy. Uh, Army Hammer. I don't. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not as dark, but like cousins. Yeah, I can see that too. Mm. I don't like that vibe. I mean, Holly weird. Am I right? Like everyone's a weirdo, like in in Hollywood. Um, <laughs> eating in their bathrooms. Um, oh, shit. Talking to 
whoever Charlotte Lawrence, who I like only loosely know. Yeah, I don't know who, who that is. is. There are a lot of people we don't know. <laughs> Maybe we'll never know them. I mean, fundamentally, celebrities are unknowable in many ways. But like when you get to these like tier of people, yeah, who it's like. I consider myself obviously like someone who like really knows celebrity pretty on a pretty like granular level. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot for me to like if, if I can't come up with more than like one bullet point for you. Yeah. It's like there's no future. Yeah. I can't think of two for Charlotte Lawrence though, so maybe I lied, but and one for Haley. So Charlotte Charlotte has more going. I mean, I like I have one bullet for Haley Bieber. But it says a lot of sub bullets. And that is that she is an unremarkable woman. And I've said that on this podcast many times before. But I just. Here. N- no, when no, why we're not. I don't know why I probably to say that. Do I hate on certain women? Yes. Sure. But that's not because I'm a misogynist. That's because I'm a hater. <laughs> no, if you loved everyone, well, if you love then. Everyone, we can't like everyone. Yeah, it's like RuPaul says, like if you don't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love someone else? Yeah. Can I get an amen? Amen, sister. This, the, the diva? Sit, diva. <laughs> the sit down, the sit down chat aspect of this episode also is reminding me of, so are you looped in on um, Real Friends of WeHo? The new no. not hit reality TV show? It feels like uh, Real World? Just based on the name, it's like Housewives, but with gay guys. Just, friends of we, yeah, which is not a good title. Yeah. It should have been called like, like Real Hunties of the Sunset Strip or something like, like something like much better than what it's called. But like, and when they say friends, they're everyone, not friends at all. Hook it up. No, not even that. Like there, there's six. So it just premiered on MTV. It is now airing after Drag Race they've shortened Drag Race episodes down to an hour instead of an hour and a half like they used to be to air this show that no one likes, but it's six loosely famous gay guys. The most famous, the two most famous people on it are Brad Goreski, who is a stylist, who was on Rachel Zoe Project. That's how he got famous. Yeah, he's famous in the Instagram world too. Yeah, he's he's very like Instagram-y. Yeah, he's like a celeb pal. Like that's kind of, like he is a stylist by trade but like for the most part yes um and then todrick hall Mm. are you familiar with todrick hall um t-swift yes yeah so are they still affiliated does he i really i don't think so i don't think he would be doing this show if he wasn't like in desperate need of a check um she's a big tour coming up so at one point this past Friday, when I was out with friend of the pod, Brendan Crawl, and actually a lot of friends of the pod, actually, we were all watching Drag Race together out and about. I at one point said that Todrick Hall is one of the most evil men in America. Ooh. I am going to walk back those comments Sorry, because they are <laughs> inflammatory, but he is a, a criminal, allegedly oh. a criminal. Like he doesn't pay his backup dancers. He is in um, $100,000. He is in $100,000. No, he doesn't pay his taxes. He doesn't pay his taxes. That's that's on record. Yeah. And he owes $100,000 in rent Oof. to rent out mansion. I don't know. Right. Four yeah. months worth of a mansion. Yeah, essentially. So like we watched a little bit of the premiere that just aired this past Friday because like it was on the bar. Yeah. And the entire show is just Brad Goreski getting tea or coffee or lunch 
with the other people who besides Todrick are like people you've never heard of in your life yeah. except for the guy who's married to Jonathan Bennett from Mean Girls oh it's also right. the show. It's gay. oh he's very gay right. he's age <laughs> well sorry what's that mean no it well <laughs> I mean yes but also like you're not wrong I do I do like feel as if the most famous person who could possibly listen to this podcast is Jonathan, is Jonathan Bennett. Bennett. So like more, I'm like, oh, he could hear that. Like he could hear that. I, but I don't care. I do stand by that. He's so like, he's 40. He's dated his, his. 40 is, I mean, well, we're far like, away, but. It, we're, we're far away. We're far away from 40. We're, we are far away from 40. Don't say what you just said. Like, I don't like the implications. Not at this stage. Well, so, you know, sometimes it's nice to have well, one sample he's, of. He's, he's aged fine. He is aging just says, fine. He's a man who looks his age, you know? I would say he's a 40-year-old who's trying to look 36. Okay. And you, you know, four years. Who's It makes a who's difference. I just I just had a Snapchat memory of four years ago and I was a fresh looking 23 year old. We have aged. We also had a pandemic. Oh, I look I look so much better now than I did in 23. I feel like I've I don't know, I just feel more confident in my own skin. Like I feel more confident in my look. No, but um no, but if you two years ago though, it was like the valley. And now we're up again. Are we peaking? Well, I don't know yet. I hope not. I hope it's just all up from here. Big ascent. Yeah. Oh, wait. Well, no, no. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's just the tea reminded of. I was like, you're in glasses oh. and you're giving me Brad Goreski right now. And we're talking about. Harsh. No, no, but he's the only likable one. I like Brad Goreski. I find, I mean, I think Todrick Hall is um, a villain. <laughs> like a villain, a super villain. But like. Oh um but no Brad Goreski's nice but like that show it's just unwatchable track like nothing mm. happens like except lunches and like everyone's really afraid of Todrick Hall but like the first scene of Brad and Todrick interacting Todrick has Brad over to his like rented mega mansion that he's not paying for <laughs> and he has one of the accusations levied against Todrick Hall is that he hasn't paid his backup dancers in 15 years which is true well, allegedly he has not like there are yeah. receipts that would indicate that he has not paid the paid not the a money. good small business not a good small business um so of course the first scene before brad arrives like knock 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 on the door todrick is rehearsing with his back and dancers in his kitchen which looks identical <laughs> to like the kitchen we're like sitting in right now but like it's like six backup dancers in a like a medium-sized kitchen and he's like let's hit that eight count again and then they kind of do like a little like dance like mm-hmm. like you know like little like gay this little dance gay little <laughs> dance and then he's like okay so expect your checks in the mail in two to four business weeks and i'm like okay <laughs> like so we're trying to we're trying to beat the the allegations yeah. on camera and it's like it was so see the comments fake coming and up bad. Two weeks later with his dancers yeah and then today was revealed that the show like only a hundred thousand people watched it or something that and you were was, one. well it was on okay. the bar we were at oh but like it lost um 70 percent of its drag race lead-in like that's a lot of people just like turn it off is drag race the only show that mtv's producing these days basically yeah i mean they do jersey shore family reunion and like the challenge yeah 
Um, but this is the first season that Drag Race has been on MTV. It was on VH1 for a really long time. Ah. And then before that was on Logo TV, which is not a channel you, and I say <laughs> this with love, it's not a channel that you would have ever turned on in your life. So, okay, because it's for gay, gay people. <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, but you're an ally, and that's fine too. I but know. like, uh, but like, you're not like the kind of ally who's turned on logo TV. <laughs> like, you're not. No, if invited to watch, I wouldn't ask. I wouldn't ask you to do that. <laughs> I wouldn't ask you to do that for me. Like, that's a bridge too far. But okay, we actually need to. We must get to our first segment because okay. okay. I okay. should not have spent that much time talking about Tantra Call. Now I need to look up logo. There's nothing on it right now. I actually, I truly don't know what they're still airing. Um, okay, Sarah, you've been here before, but it's time for our first segment. We are going to play Ring the Alarm, the segment yes. formerly known as Go Call the Governor. Oh. I am going to present you with three cultural scenarios from recent and or ancient history. Mm. And you are going to decide whether or not to ring the alarm. There are no wrong answers here, but your choice is binary. Are you ringing the alarm or not? Okay, I have Beyonce ring the alarm in my head. That's kind of what we did. Yeah. yeah. It makes more I, sense I, to do this. Um, okay, first scenario, the Oscar nominations are announced. Oh, that was this morning. Wasn't that was literally, yeah, we are recording. It's very important oh. to know that this episode is airing or will be released uh, mere minutes after we finish recording this today. <laughs> so like, it's no, a, pressure. no pressure. Okay, Oscar nominations. I'm going to say I'm not ringing the alarm. Yeah. Like, I saw the list of best picture, director, whatnot. Maybe I'm just uncultured, but I was like, none of these sound that exciting. I've maybe seen like two of them. I haven't seen a single one somehow. I mean, I've seen Top Gun Maverick, which is incredible. Great. Yeah. We love. Um, I also saw that no women were nominated for best director. That Once wasn't again. as surprising, but <laughs> so, yeah, I read an article that they were trying to like describe the ones that should have, and I was like, well, yeah, like I, they were always going to be long shots. Like yeah. I think people thought um, the the one oh, Sarah Polly who directed a movie called Women Talking, which I haven't seen, which is about a Mennonite community that reckons with the history of sexual assault. Ooh. They thought she was going to get in. She yeah. did not get in. But I think she got in for screenplay. And the movie itself got nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. But, like, for the most part, yeah. I mean, this was... None of the nominees here were, like, that crazy to me. Yeah. Like, except for... We talked last week about Andrea Riseborough. Okay. And how she got in, like, for a movie that literally no one has seen Which except for one? Gwyneth Paltrow. It's called To Leslie. Oh, yes. And I all of, like, that. these famous people were like, you must. Right. Yeah, they were like, you yeah. must see Andrea Riseborough in this movie. She's incredible. Yeah. And that somehow worked. And she got nominated for, mm-hmm. like, and she hadn't been nominated for anything beforehand. But, like, otherwise, I don't know. I haven't seen any of these movies. So, like, I can't really talk about. I want to see, what is it? Tomorrow, everything. Everything, everywhere, all at once. The yeah. One- main actress of that michelle, michelle Yeoh, who we love yeah, yeah. beautiful love her mm-hmm. i'm excited for her I taylor have... swift got snubbed as a swifty bad I mean, song though i do i, don't I do prefer that. yeah did you watch where the crawl dads sing because you know, okay. <laughs> i know you read that. the book right yeah um r.i.p jumping if you know what i'm saying um no that's no i didn't read the book i i've seen half of the movie on a plane because it was on in the seat in front of me, but they were watching the subtitles. 
watched the movie over this winter break, actually. Um, mm-hmm. It was enjoyable. She's, uh, what's her name? Daisy Edgar Jones. Daisy Edgar Jones. She is cute. I like her as a... And the first guy she was with in the movie is a cutie. The guy who doesn't die. Yes. Yeah, I don't know that actor's... Oh, I know, I know, I I don't know that actor's name, but I know he he just got cast in something else that, like, people are really excited about. It made me, like, kind of want to live in a swamp. Yeah, in, like, backwoods North Carolina or whatever. It's peaceful, but she wasn't as, like, freaky as she was in the book. Which I yeah, kind of like appreciated. Isn't her she like like a like, like a moss monster in the yeah. book? Like she's like some like <laughs> she's like she's like crusty, yeah. like some like crusty woman. Yeah, somehow all these like really hot men fall in love with, but maybe that's how it goes. I mean, it might. In, maybe we should aim for crusty in swamp country. You just never know. I mean, it's but I um feel to that. No, it is, and like what I saw on the small little seat screen i was like this is not great but like it's cute it's fine it did it, the I, job. yeah and it made a ton of money like it was yeah. a big hit and she's gonna keep getting like a lot of yeah well she has the reese witherspoon backing and the guy who plays the bad boy mm-hmm. is like gonna be a mega superstar he's yeah. already been in like a shit ton of stuff he's he's the lead in one of the best picture nominees from today triangle of sadness he's the male lead and he's he's in a lot of stuff he's a hot guy yeah well yeah triangle of sadness oscar noms i don't know yeah didn't know anything flop i feel like they were a flop i feel did people watch award shows this season well this year yeah well no 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 one watched i didn't watch the globes i didn't watch the emmys um the sag awards those haven't happened yet they they just got nominated yeah but no one they're on the cw like no one's watching that shit (laughs) like um no i mean it's just like i'll watch the oscars themselves but and i will like i will binge the movies i will want to see now i what i'm really excited to watch which i've been putting off for months now because i'm too scared to watch it is blonde because my girl the Uh, patron saint has been nominated for yes um being cuban marilyn monroe i mean she has really had a a trough to to peak rise and you're like going from what the flop with ben affleck of it didn't even get released i would oh i thought you were talking about the relationship no no that movie that movie was supposed i have a lot of friends who actually really liked that movie Mm. it just went straight to hulu because like it got bought by disney essentially like in the fox disney merger and disney's like all about like marvel 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 only yeah and doesn't know how to market like an erotic thriller in which mm. like ben affleck like fucks a snail or something i think that's what happens in that movie erotic thriller i mean he's, he's always gone been, girl right yeah he's always been really good in an erotic thriller like reindeer games which is like a I bad movie he's, he's i mean he's sexy he's moody he's sexy yeah he's got like a pl- i hate to say this out loud <laughs> he's got kind of a playful sexuality <laughs> Well, did you see the picture of him in the Dunkin' Donuts? Yes, that was that was obviously cool. something I love. And sexy. <laughs> yeah, I love him and Duncan and Jay. Obviously, I love Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. So, like, great, great things. Um, okay, let's move on to our next scenario here. A priest who temporarily died reveals he went to hell 
and they were playing Rihanna's umbrella as torture. Okay, that's a lot to unpack. That's a lot to unpack. Can you say what? Say one more time. <laughs> a priest who temporarily died okay. reveals he went to hell, oh. and they were playing Rihanna's umbrella as torture. Okay, I would ring the alarm. There's a lot going. There's a lot on going there. on in there. It is interesting that I'm ringing the alarm when we're talking about Rihanna, but um, umbrella. I guess if that was on repeat, I I guess I could consider that hell. Uh, yeah. I love that that's like the priest didn't come back from his temporary death and be like, I saw Jesus or no, the like. Okay, that's like, so what I'm wondering. He comes back and he's like slamming Rihanna. Like that's what you learned in your temporary absence. But not only, you know, not only that are you like coming back and slamming Rihanna, you were a priest and you went to hell. You True. Went to hell. That's, yeah, that's fat. Like, yeah, that's issue number one. If I were a man of the cloth, actually, if I were, if I were just well, dead we just, and resurrected. We just about how you like cloths. <laughs> no, but like, if I were, if I were dead and resurrected and I went to hell, I don't think I'd tell anyone. Yeah. And I definitely wouldn't if I were a priest. Like, wouldn't you think <laughs> that that would like invalidate your entire priesthood being like, I went to hell. Like, this didn't take. Did, did, like, did they welcome him back? Back from hell? So... Okay, th- I'm reading this article from Relevant <laughs> Magazine. So this is now, um, this has gone viral on TikTok. Okay. So this is an article. The priest has gone, wait. Yeah, because he told this story from TikTok. So a priest from Michigan claims that in 2016, he died after suffering a heart attack, went to hell, and witnessed unbelievable moments of torture and pain there. Priest Gerald Johnson <laughs> saw demons enslaving humans, that makes sense to me okay. to tell. Right. And a man walking on all fours like a dog and getting burned from head to toe. His eyes were bulging. And worse than that, he was wearing chains on his neck. He was like oh. a hellhound. You know how I feel about chains. Well, sounds like the eagle <laughs> on Friday night. <laughs> the worst torture Johnson saw. He said there is a section of hell where music is played, but not just any music. <laughs> he could specifically hear Rihanna's umbrella and Bobby McFerrin's Don't Worry, Be Happy being used for torture the latter makes sense to me as a torture song johnson clarified it wasn't the original versions of the songs it was a group of demons performing them incorrectly as torture that's so funny he's like it's like a glee club of demons Lee michelle oh like all the glee people what well she's not dead oh I this you is think, well we've talked about this on this podcast before the glee curse yeah friends of the pod uh, tia pizzeria and <laughs> and garrett chisholm came on hopefully way back when you think mark sat and mark saffling singing umbrella cory monty yeah. yeah i don't think he's it i don't think he has the range i don't not for he umbrella could he could sing he could happy. Happy. That'd be, no, i hope not though i hope he's in like yeah would be in hell would be in like purgatory at the worst right where is purgatory i don't know where it is <laughs> let's go find dustin johnson from michigan uh, asking what is a golfer 
Greg, Gerald, Greg Johnson. Gerald Johnson. I'm Justin sorry. Johnson, what the hell? Actually, well, that doesn't. Okay, I'm sorry for asking where purgatory is. I was, I meant like, where is it situated between hell and the in heaven? Is it like just in between? It's in the swamp. Yeah. In the swamp, like yeah. where the where the crawdads. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I think that I think we've said it up. That covers that. I think like that just about covers it. If anyone's um, wondering where purgatory is, this might this next final scenario might be it might be heaven to hell or it might be hell to heaven depending on where you are. Culver's is switching from Pepsi to Coke. Huh. Well, it's fascinating that you asked that. Mm -hmm. Um, We're in graduate school, and we just did a case study on Coke and Pepsi. Oh. And... I didn't. Speak for yourself. I did. did. Um, But we are Midwestern sisters here, and we are Culver's fans. We are Culver's stands. And if if y'all are not aware, Culver's is a Midwestern-based fast food chain that does absolutely delicious burgers fries cheese well the fries are bad but like cheese curds and like yeah, onion rings and stuff. And burgers, yeah. delicious and they're yes. famous for in-house Hot root beer custard mm-hmm. um but they have also been a pepsi devotee very infamously until pretty recently um <laughs> i would say wait am i supposed to say ring the alarm right now is this yeah like, are you ringing um, or not i would say i'm not ringing the alarm I feel like this is a good shift for Culver's. Um, I agree. You agree? I agree. I feel like Pepsi, was Pepsi in vogue for a while as like the non-Southern pop or like cola? Pepsi has never been in vogue once. I think like- Right, but they've been trying. They've been trying and Pepsi definitely like- they definitely like fashion themselves as like the cool person soda right. from like their late nineties onwards. Like, like the business person's like yeah. getting, getting stuff done. It's like the celebrity cola of choice. Because right. remember those ads when we were kids where like the very famous one of Beyonce, Britney, and I believe it was pink. And the Gladiator Coliseum singing yes. I Love Rock and Roll. Yes. Yeah, remember that? I love all of those people i mean beyonce was like the celebrity spokeswoman for pepsi until like 2015 wow yeah and i don't think beyonce's had a pepsi in 25 years yeah i mean i feel like if you're gonna have a pop these days or a soda yeah you might as well have a coke like if you're gonna go for it why go for pepsi i agree i feel like Culver's is making the right shift to people are Coke. furious with them though. Really? There are like Pepsi devotees out there. That's not yeah. any that's not I wasn't raised that way. I'm a beer girl, if I'm gonna Yeah, oh no, pop. no. Especially at Culver's. Like Culver's Sweet. Sweet is yeah. good. So I don't know. Does do people own root beer? Like not one of them? Culver's root beer. Yeah. But there's A and W. Yeah, which there's Barks. There's Mr. <laughs> Mr. Brackers, there's Mr. Pib. Like oh, all yeah. yeah, you got a lot of a lot of those um yeah. big brands. They made the right move. I think so too. It's like wholesome. You go to Culver's for a good burger, a Coke, yeah, some crappy French fries. Well, I always swap those out for the the onion rings or cheese crisps. I, f- I, mean, I don't why? like. I love their French fries. They're they're crinkle cut. I don't like. Cr- I don't oh, like them. Like they're kind I of love hard. That. Oh. Well. Some people like things hard. 
do you know that interview that Britney Spears did? I think it was with CNN way back in the day. Someone asked her, because she was a, another spokesperson for Pepsi at that right. time with Beyonce and Pink. Yeah. And someone's like, what's your favorite kind of Pepsi? And she's like, what do you mean? What's my favorite <laughs> kind of Pepsi? Pepsi. Pepsi is Pepsi. And she said, it's so mean. And That's I think about that true. all the time. Brand ambassador. Pepsi, Pepsi, yeah. Pepsi. This was when she was in her like K-Fed era. Like it was kind of like, things, things were a little like tense over on those neck of the woods. Were things always tense in the K-Fed era? I mean, how long was it? That was kind of the beginning of the end. And the yeah. end sort of lasted, unfortunately, until like this year. Still. So. Yeah, it's still ongoing. Mm. Mm. That's a shame. Pepsi is Pepsi. Pepsi's Pepsi. Damn. Yeah. Well. Well, get yourself to a Culver's if you haven't been there before. It's really good. Sponsored by Culver's. Um. Oh my God. If they did ads for this podcast, I would throw myself into the role of brand ambassador. Like, just thinking, like, do they do? Have they like embraced? I don't know influencers or. I'm not an influencer. I'm just some gay guy. I, yeah, but like, I feel like there was just like pictures. Maybe it was. It was one of the award shows of all these celebrities in front of like a cold stone sign. Yeah, it was this was the Golden Globes. They had like the cold stone um yeah. step and repeat. Like <laughs> and it was like, have these people ever eaten a cold stone? Or like if they had in the last 10 years, like, <laughs> like is Gilmore's gonna be sponsoring like the Oscars? They should have had um like the cold slab, the cold stone, if you will, like yeah. set up on the step like, and repeat and they should have made like l fanning like make like rocky road with like the flippers and stuff <laughs> i would have so, i oh my god Haley bieber's like poking that it like, was like a slug on her patio <laughs> she's like never picked up she's like not a fry cook no she's like she, she, she's an unremarkable woman and not a fry cook no. those two she's things a bag oh a bag I thought you said a beggar I was like no oh a bag yeah she's like what she's like she's like she's got like the the scoop (laughs) with the little holes in it so the salt can fall through she's like fill the crinkle cut with like the little hat on like the fry hat she's the frog girl always has been always will be just at in and out they're horrible but i was remarking the girls and the guys wear different hats and the girls actually seem so much better they're like actual hats and the guys are wearing these floppy little well their hats are like the little like hill boy hats almost kind of they like this ones are oh what are the girls wear like baseball caps and i'm like how are they- oh see i actually would like <laughs> much like like a Pan Am stewardess. I, I would love the women who work at In and Out to be wearing like the like. Yeah. Do you know? Um, I'll we're talking a lot about like soft drinks this episode, but I these girls have been on my mind recently. Are you familiar with the the Fantanas, oh, the Fanta girlies? Of course. There is a commercial in Don't which. Well, that's a costume. Yeah. Well, there is at some point they were oh, wearing those little hats and they were yes. like doing like their little yeah. like flight attendant yeah and they were yeah. they were just like vivacious soda women <laughs> i don't know that's what we've done mtv the reality show of like the fanta girls now 
I would die. That like, would be so fun. What if they did like a making the band style reality <laughs> show? But it was well, America's top women. You know, I love making the band. Oh, I love. And I've we talked extensively <laughs> about much. it on a recent episode of this pod. Right. Very I know. I listened. But I loved it. If they did a reality show about replacing the Fantanas, like finding Ooh, the new like Bachelor, like, but like, or like Fanta. girlicious search for the next Pussycat Dolls or whatever. Dolls yeah. They had girlicious search for the next Pussycat Dolls in which they formed the band Girlicious, which was a pale imitation of the Pussycat Dolls. Uh, tragic. And they were only big in Canada. <laughs> Which is says, oh, a pop in Canada is like with love to like previous Canadian guests. Yes, um, we love our Canadian friends. We do, but they're the pop music up there is uh, Carly Rae Jepsen. No, Kylie Minogue is not Canadian. She's Australian. Okay, sorry. But Celine Dion, my girl. Celine Dion, Canadian. Yes. Fefe Dobson, Canadian. No. Avril Lavigne. Bieber. 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 Um, Shania Twain. Avril Lavigne is so Canadian. She's from like deep Ontario. Wow. Yeah. Fun. I love her. Yeah, I do too. She but she's not. She bit. did, but she didn't really like come back. Like she's like at the state. She like you know, opened the door, but didn't slam through it. Definitely not. Like yeah. I, th- she tried taking advantage of the pop punk revival and like sort and of the got Travis there. Ish. Yeah, like Travis Barker like EP'd her most recent album. Right. And it was like good. It was cute. She is definitely at a stage of her career, though, in which if you told me she was, like, one of, like, the mentors slash judges on making the band Cole and Fantana's, like, I, I would. It would fit. I would. That would make sense. Okay, so okay. who would your other judges be? Lil Mama. <laughs> you, have, like, you would have to put Lil Mama and Avril Lavigne. And, like, no, don't, oh, my gosh, don't you know the Girlfriend remix with... Little Mama and Avril Lavigne. Mm, it's not coming back. To- okay. I feel humiliated. In my own home, I feel humiliated. No, it, there was a remix where Little Mama and Avril Lavigne were did Girlfriend, like the Girlfriend remix. It's I didn't know the song. Girlfriend featuring Little Mama bracket Dr. Luke remix. Boy, I just spit it. That would already. be the song in hell. That the first <laughs> no, but it's so good though. I was just running to it the other day. Really? Dr. Luke is a bad guy. He ruined a hit maker. He ruined um Kesha. My chance at seeing Kesha. Mm-hmm. Which okay, recently I had this thought. I don't think I've run this past mm-hmm. you. Did have I? I don't know. I don't know. I'm a, I'm wondering. <laughs> um, did she create TikTok? Because she came out with the song TikTok as it's spelled. Yes. And she was kind of unhinged. And it's a little unhinged. I love yeah. her. Good yeah. unhinged. Good unhinged. You're like crazy girl. Yeah. Like in a we fun, a best girl. kind of way. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Did she start that? I don't know. I, I think it her. was China. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, like, I think I <laughs> Some connection between, like, how did China think of TikTok? Um, I mean, I, guess I don't well because the TikTok. app was called Musically before it was called TikTok. I don't know how the TikTok name got created. Hmm. That's a good question. Well, I think it might have been Kesha, and she doesn't get enough respect. I love her. No, yeah, I did. Kesha Learning does, to let go. Right? No, we we song. love. Actually, I hate that song, but like, okay. I like most well, Kesha songs. I like most Kesha songs. Um, those first two albums, on a, like the like songs when we were in high school, like. Yeah, senior year. Truly life-changing. Yeah. yeah. 
God. Wow. Dr. Luke, Mr. Luke, what was Dr. Luke? <laughs> um, <laughs> bad guy, bad guy. Boy. Okay. So we've actually covered a lot of ground already, but we actually crazily have not even talked about this episode's cultural emergency yet. Okay. Which is what? <laughs> like, what are you rushing to the ER today? I think what I'm rushing to the ER, which maybe people don't want to hear more about, but I think Kate Middleton has become an evil queen. And she's not even queen yet. Yeah, she's she's shot her load a little <laughs> jump the gun let's say that instead I'm not coming down yeah um and I speak this from a place of I used to love her so much like yeah. I was one of those people who woke up for the royal wedding with my mom when oh, we were same. in middle school high yeah school, we were was it? sophomores or juniors in high school yeah I got like a little pillbox with like a picture of Will and Kate on yeah. it loved her but she well with the whole Harry Meghan narrative and uh, William so, the whole I mean the royals yeah we don't need to belabor them but she has turned a little evil and like their U.S. tour I don't oh, know it was so bad tragic it was like she was the what she wore to the Celtics game I think in Boston it was so I mean, it was just too court side. Yeah, like you're not at like a polo match. Like you're watching Jason Tatum. Like it's not like like you can literally smell them. From yeah, where you're sitting, and you're like like you could be crashed into at any moment by like a, a, a out of balance ball. And like you probably couldn't breathe under that like turtleneck and blazer. No, oh my god, in the garden, like I can't. It's so yeah. hot in there. Yeah, and then yeah. she did eye work. Which you know, oh, she, like she got the like, the, like good for her. But, I'm sure she's been getting a little bit of the like the, but she Botox. since she she and William aren't happy. Yeah, let's smack in allegedly on that. But like, if people are not aware of like what allegedly has been going on in Will and Kate's marriage, he allegedly uh, cheated on Kate with their next door neighbor, and um. Kate's like former best friend, I think. Yeah, or like the Mar the Marchioness of Chumley. Now that's a name. Yeah, Ch and Chumley is not spelled how you think it is. <laughs> I feel like for a mistress, though, you need a name like that. Yeah, the Marchioness. The Marchioness of Chumley. <laughs> like that. Yeah, that fits. Maybe she's not the Marchioness. Actually, it might be something else. But I let so Ch Chumley is spelled. Cholmondeley. Hmm. Oh, she is the Marchioness. From our avid um, former spelling bee champion, Drew Haskins. Turned spelling bee last place finisher. Yeah, Sarah Rose Chumley, the Marchioness of Chumley. Oh. That is a crazy name. Oh, she was represented by Storm Models. Yeah. That's fun. There is like <laughs> an alternate timeline in which like she had stuck with store models and then gotten dropped and auditioned for making the panda painting. That's that would have been a perfect Marcus Chumley. Yeah. Introducing. I'm Rose Hanbury and I'm here to be like Miss Strawberry or whatever the Fantanas were called. Miss Lemon or Miss Pineapple. Miss Pineapple. She'd be Sally. She'd be Sally. Like, 
<laughs> so rude oh my god um Kate it's it's sad she used to be a fun little party girl yeah she I uh, know and she was like a, a fun party girl like yeah. a lot of people who listen to this podcast I think are a little too young to remember like the pre-Will and Kate marriage era like Kate was like there were were uh, it's crazy to think about that in hindsight now because she is so like buttoned up yeah but sh- there were qualms at one point that she was too wild right to marry will and i think she dumped him at some point yeah they broke up for a little bit and then yeah. got back together because i think she was like i'm young she, I'm he fun. dumped her oh really mm-hmm. so he's he's duped her twice so the least. thing about kate kate has been essentially designed from birth to marry will right they she was sent to like their sister private school mm. like Etten's sister private school yeah. or the same college one of those two things with the express purposes express purposes of, <laughs> i don't know what i'm saying of meeting will out in the wild mm. and it succeeded do and you here think, we are do you think his destiny to marry her like, was there someone else in line before Diana died? Like, did his did his love path pivot? Like, was it chosen Well, he was for such him? a little, he was so little when Diana he died. He was like he was 12. Like, yeah, he was like a teenager. He, he was a young teenager. He, he was, like, there wasn't like a woman like in the picture. Hormones. And yeah. they were probably starting to think, who is this guy going to marry? Well, I'm sure they were thinking about that since like. Since, since birth. birth. That's what I'm saying. Like, I wonder if. <clears throat> Well, maybe like, they even thought of someone different and then they're like Kate is the one how did they pick her maybe so like I, I mean I could I could see that but like they definitely met in like young adulthood mm-hmm. and they've been together for like almost 20 years now I think it's been it's been like yeah, a long a time well they're in their 40s now yeah, yeah. that's crazy to think about that's really crazy to think it about is. Like, I mean, Megan's 40 this year, I'm pretty sure. Like, Megan, she's older. Megan's she's older than them, I think. Megan, yeah. Okay, yeah. let's get some. I'm actually, I'm yeah. so curious about this now. Megan, we're Googling a lot tonight. Sorry if there's, like, dead air, but I'm really trying not to make sure we're doing this. We're we're trying to do it right tonight. Like, yeah. we're trying to. <laughs> we're, we're not trying to spread rumors. We're rumors about people's age being, like, two years off. Like, that's so horrible. We would never you know we've said some absolutely spiritually gutter things tonight in many other ways but we've been reserved sporty who's trying to look young jonathan bennett oh mm. but that's I'm, true I'm so though sorry, okay kate is 41 okay. she just turned 41 happy okay. birthday hpd will is 40 yeah i think megan's older. he and the he and lana del rey have the same birthday um <laughs> harry is 38 yeah I also forget that the kid's name is a little bit. Um, I like it. Megan is 41. Yeah. Megan and Kate Obviously are the same age. age. Drama. Drama, yeah. drama. It's also interesting. I don't know if you remember. They Will, Kate, and Harry used to do like the heads up campaign or something for mental illness. For yeah. mental health. Like this is pre-Megan. And they were all like, we talk about our mental health with each other. And, and blah, like, blah, blah, It's blah. like, no, you don't. Like, <laughs> no, oh, you don't well that you had this like mental health campaign and then harry's like you guys bullied my wife into 
essentially depression. So this is, we're recording this in the aftermath of a relentless press tour from Harry and Meghan about their, they're finally opening up about their departure from the royal family. It has been grueling. I'm, I Same. hope after we talk about this tonight, I hope to not talk about these people for another like right. year. Yeah. If not longer. Mm-hmm. Well, they've done all their deals. I mean, I don't know what they've else they've done. Can the do. deals. They've done the podcast, the interview, the movie. The... I've heard her podcast is good. Is that crazy? Really? Also, I'm legally obligated. I am technically on the same network as American Markle. So apologies. Okay. I, she is my peer and my colleague. Um, but I have heard it's very good. She's well, well she's, spoken. I mean, yeah, because she's, she's essentially smart. like Gwyneth Paltrow. Like she's yeah. like boo-boo Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes. Not no offense. Like she's a cheater brand to quote the great bethany frankel <laughs> there is room for everyone and i'm i think megan is doing a great a great product i'm sure she is yeah but i'm just saying there is a template for what she is doing already and it's not right. being a duchess it's being gwyneth paltrow and that is fine good yeah. for her i i would like to do that if i could too mm-hmm the book that has just came out spare by prince harry himself has been gaining some rather shocking headlines Mm. um a lot of them having to do with kate and how kate was kind of an a nasty woman not to use that phrase what we're really haven't heard that in a minute uh, (laughs) she was a real bee um oh my god this is i'm paraphrasing okay like remind reminder i'm not a misogynist (laughs) i'm not i'm a hater (laughs) like her name megan even called kate like uh when she was pregnant or something like mommy brained even harry like admitted that yeah right? in the no book, like that was Me- funny but then there was one point in which megan jokingly said to kate oh like it's okay like we all get a little hormonal sometimes or whatever yeah. and kate was like how dare you talk about my hormones <laughs> you you harridan and like it's and that's when like her like, like nice like it just nice the, switch of like the the mirror east or west yeah she just flipped yeah right and the little baby girl dress yeah but that was that i was just like so, that was just bridezilla shit that scene like yeah. or just like weddings are stressful like yeah. wedding logistics like yeah are so stressful like i'm sure everyone's like fed up and being like I don't give a fuck about this five-year-old's <laughs> tailor like just don't get the dress fixed like it's like d- deal with it on your own time please yeah. like I have to like get all these old people in, in a stone church with no comfortable seats like that is my main priority yeah and dealing with my awful Canadian dad <laughs> um sad. sad um dark and sad yeah, but very dark. the Kate lip gloss story was very unflattering like Megan being like can I borrow your lip gloss? And Kate being like, no diva. <laughs> like, I'm like, that is not sister behavior. I'm sorry. Like, the sisterhood never, like, they did is, not have traveling pants. Like, they. Is it a little gross to borrow lipstick or chapstick from someone else? Kind of. Yeah. But like, it's also like, not, don't act like it's like some like sin. Sin or yeah. like uncouth behavior right. or whatever like it just a girl's gotta do it. Girl's gotta yeah do. exactly like yeah. a girl there's no girl code in, in suffix <laughs> no no like oh. it's so i don't know it just it yeah. seems like needlessly nasty and like yes and but 
I don't think Kate's like rectifying the situation. Well, she's not saying it. No, she's not saying. Uh, she, they're not going to say they, anything. She just, there was some article I saw and they're like, how do you stay fit, Kate? And she's like, I jump on the trampoline with my kids before school. I don't believe you. <laughs> like, you're lying. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, do you really? And if you do, that's because you have, well, I don't think they call them servants, but staff that make your yeah. kids lunches and drive them to school. And like, sure, you get to jump on the trampoline. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, uh, maybe so. But yeah. like, I just don't she doesn't seem like a very like warm person and I think that's kind of hard to do as a member of the royal family because it is just like a chilly group of she felt warm for a bit there like there was a turning point you think about the coverage of like the wedding in particular and like that era which wedding Will Will and Kate's Kate's wedding yeah people were really overcompensating at that point i think will coasted on the good goodwill sorry of being diana's kid for a very long time well he's always her kid he's always her kid no one's gonna take that away from him mm-hmm. but um i think people really really were like you know calling him one of the hottest men alive and like being like he's such a cute prince like we just Mm -hmm. want to see him happy even though like by all accounts he's been kind of a a dick for like 20 (laughs) years now and at the time of the wedding that was the beginning of the end for his hairline and it has not like oh my god yeah but even then like harry the the crazy thing is though harry has always been the hotter of the two to me and to most people like well yes but he also (laughs) his hair is thinning too and i thought the moment Harry and Meghan stepped foot in America, she was going to get him on Propecia. She was going to get him <laughs> on like the plasma rich platelet injections. That Brian Urlacher. No, but God. Oh my God. <laughs> Brian Urlacher. Yeah. He's like the. Um, hair king the, of he is the hair king of Chicago. Um, But Harry's head is not as a. You think it would be a little thicker than it is. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's his, not. His portrait for his book is not as flattering it's as it not. could have been. He's facially looking right and tight, but the like, Mama, get get some hair plugs <laughs> or something. Like we got. Is the color faded? Or is no, it- the the color looks good. I think the crazy thing is, I think he's dying it or coloring it, but he's not Darker getting it. I think he's keeping it like his natural red or whatever yeah. just like touching it up because red fades over time into kind of like mm. a like like ron howard like, yeah mm. no don't what's that <laughs> don't make that face um but like you end up looking like ron howard yeah and i think he's preserving like the redness through maybe not so natural processes but like it looks good on him but i don't get the point of dying it and not doing it yeah at least get some sugar bear hair or something (laughs) do you think there is some kind of communication path between harry's barber and william's barber i think harry's barber (laughs) has killed will and will's barber in cold blood or something because i don't think i don't think will's barber is not barber is not active (laughs) let's say that right what missing in action yeah. <laughs> like yeah. uh yeah it's not good over there like 
it's kind of been like Kate's stylist versus Megan's stylist. Like Kate used to be like the style icon. And then Megan came, she dress, she's just she Megan came in looking so tailored and can I say something controversial? Yeah. I don't think either of them dress well. Well. Mm-hmm. I think Diana's the only one who really dressed well. But even then, a lot of the iconic Diana looks are from post-divorce when she was like, va va yeah. <laughs> Like, you know, one of these revenge body. Um, I mean, she she like dictated a lot of style during the 80s and like especially like going back and watching the crown mm-hmm. and seeing all the pieces that they put her in and put Emma Corrin in like to play Diana on that season. Like the wardrobe of hers was so influential back then, but it also was like dowdy. Yeah. Like both Megan, I'm not, I agree with my sister Katie Perry and saying that Megan's wedding dress did not fit super yeah. well and didn't look very nice. Right. And I don't, I think she dresses very boring, like out and about. Like, I think she well, dresses she like a California farmer's market woman. Yeah, but she's still dressing boring. Like she, <laughs> she dresses like, yeah, like California farmer's market woman. Like she she's wears like Tom's shoes. Coastal was, grandma. Coastal grandma. Yeah, it's very coastal grandma. A thing. But like coastal grandma is just like Santa Barbara, normal woman, 40 year old <laughs> woman. Like, True. and that yeah. is like what Megan is. Yeah um and kate's always dressed like elizabeth right just fresher i mean kate's green dress when she was in austin yeah she looks really good in forest green usually yes and she looks great but it really brought out like the evil like smirk and i don't know there's some glisten that you're she she knows she's hiding something that forest green dress she's holding like a candy apple like (laughs) a magic people yeah she's like sitting sitting courtside at the celtics game like peering evilly into like like a mystical orb (laughs) she's like what the fuck am i she's like casting a hex on the markiness of chum lee No, it's I. I don't really know what we can even say here. Like the vibes are just really bad with that whole family right now. Like Kate is really like an avatar for everything that's wrong right now because like she's not the worst one. Obviously, like Charles forever and all is the villain of the family. Of course, Will increasingly villainous to me. Yeah. Like I mean, all those stories about him like beating up his brother and like being like negatively. Yeah, it's dark. I don't understand what's like. I I think like. The, I, like Megan and Harry are really annoying but like I support them for leaving the family because mm-hmm. like this seems like a really toxic situation especially for a black woman to be in like right. that seems awful but like they're being really annoying about it but like Will and Kate being like stone cold walls yeah in response to all this it makes them look so much worse by comparison it like does. do you think they're ever gonna repair no I don't think so. Like they're yeah. like the kids that they have are too young. They don't have memories oh, with each other. So it's it's not like they're missing anything though, because they're like we don't know each other. I think the shining heroes in this story are the girls who I feel like were left out as kids is Eugenie and, and Beatrice. 
I feel like they're like they are the one path to reconciliation because I think they're still friends with both Will and yeah. Harry. Um and they seem the most like well, they're party of, girls. They're just like fun little party yeah. girls. Maybe they can reconnect them. Like, but they have drama too, though, because their dad, lest we forget the most evil of all, Prince Andrew. Spade spade. Yeah, it's God, it's so dark. Yeah. Um God, it's so dark over there. Like you keep like it's pulling at threads and like yeah it's it's i i agree that i don't think there's any way they're gonna come no. back from this because especially after the book like like you could you could kind of tell like none of these stories were that shocking no there wasn't anything but at the same time like it's so bad like all, like that stuff like like i wouldn't i if my brother shared something about me in a book that will obviously be like a bestseller for weeks and weeks and weeks on mm-hmm. end. Like, I'd be really like, if, yeah, furious, like right. severed ties. Like, yeah, it's, it's bad. And the, you make sad. a really sad and salient point about the kids too. Like, I feel bad for them because those kids are so cute. They like, especially George. I was in London when Charlotte was born. Mm-hmm yeah sweetie she's a special place my heart. those kids are so cute yeah well um, sometimes families find their way back maybe they'll do um a reunion special a, a reunion special <laughs> it'll air right after making the bed fantanas um like they they can like pair those on mtv like i mean the royal family is like i mean it's in decline obviously because like right yeah. now it's the most soap opera it's been since like the diana years but like they they're really like a decade away from actually Near doing a, a reality tv yeah. like, extension like complete like or like they're it's gonna be like simmons family jewels and like 10 right. years yeah yeah god it, that's <laughs> i like i won't miss it and i will watch that show for sure but for like sure. i mean if they're pulling out the jewels that's all i want to see yeah like because in 10 years like George will be like 18 and like hopefully some like sassy Raunchy little behavior. gay kid yeah. like just like oh my god the anchor the first he's gonna be like the Kelly game. Osborne, <laughs> the Kelly Osborne of the royal family <gasps> I love that oh, oh I like Kelly Osborne. oh yeah. Kelly she's Osborne. been through it she's really been through it yeah she's my queen of england (laughs) more so than camilla parker bulls i'll tell you that much okay we got to move on to our final segment here okay i'm ready so we're gonna play tear the community apart right the rules are very simple i have picked two songs and you're gonna tell me which one is better so we have talked a lot about the mid-2000s tonight in some form and fashion yes um and i've picked two songs that are two of the absolute stone-cold classics of the singer-songwriter soft rock genre. Okay. What is soft rock? Tough to say. Rock when a woman does it and it's a little quiet. That's True. The, I know, but like, that's like, if you ask like some like jackass music writer, like male like pitchfork 2010s writer, yes. that's what they'd say. Okay. I think these two songs are 
better than anything the Beatles have ever done. Mm. That's a bold claim. Yeah, now I'm rocking it back. I think one of them is a little (laughs) worse than like the best Beatles song. Okay. But the other one, well, I'm not going to say you have to figure out which one I'm talking about. Okay. Okay. Which song is better? Pieces of Me by Ashley Simpson or A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I'm like singing them in my head to start. This was a really hard one to come up with, by the way, because I was batting around like four different songs from this genre at one point and just trying to like figure it out do I have to choose first and then just explain or can I explain you can talk through it I mean there are any ways to talk through it yeah so okay what what are your thoughts about these like what are your lived experiences (laughs) with these two songs I feel like I'm at the red table (laughs) seriously um it, this is personal, I feel. This is very personal. <laughs> a um, little bit personal. Isn't that Ashley Simpson song? It feels like or it. Or Jessica. Maybe it's Jessica, actually. No, Jessica's Ugh. with you. Have you seen her recently? She, she the Ozempic journey is crazy. Bad. It's bad. She looks no, like it's transform. Not. It's trans it's and sad. like it's really transformative. Ashley Simpson looks great. I yeah, that red really looks good on her. Always been an Ashley Simpson fan, and I know she. She's the thinking woman Simpson. Yeah. And <laughs> she a... went through the ringer. Um, but pieces yeah. like when you said pieces of me, I'm like, on a Monday, I'm waiting. It's a like like instantly I'm like, I'm there. I'm ready to listen to yeah. pieces of me. Um it's so crazy that that song, like, I think it was really thought of as you know, teen fluff. And she was on a reality TV yeah. show at the same. She was on um right. Was it called Pieces of Me? What was it called? What was the show called actually? But no, it was I like, like the same time as like Bam Margera's show. I don't yes, know why. same era. No, no, it was it was right around that. Like it was when Jessica's had her show with Nicholas right. Video quality, you know, it was like yeah, that grainy, all like the really dark wood or like yeah, yeah, and like the Anna Nicole show was on yes. at that time. Yeah, I love Anna Nicole. Yeah, I mean, was. Talked about oh yeah, it was the Ashley Simpson show. The Ashley Simpson show. Um, I remember her like sitting on her bed like talking to her agent about like lip singing on on SNL, SNL. Yeah. yeah um so I I don't know I really like Ashley Simpson and for the genre she feels like soft rock to me I think that's she great... definitely is yeah but the songwriting of that song is really good and a lot of current like alt rock hip girlies like Phoebe yes. Bridgers and soccer mommy and all these yeah. people are, are have cited from her pieces of me as a foundational text of, yes. their, of their songwriting okay so that one's really good now going to a thousand miles by vanessa carlton yes <laughs> thank you you sing yeah. um iconic i iconic. mean i mean every man woman person whoever they are knows that song i feel yeah if you've ever seen white chicks also, yeah. one of the better movies. Okay, can we? One of the better movies. Like, yeah. it's, like, which is so good. Yeah. Still pretty good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I, I've seen it recently. I I feel like I've seen it recently. In that every single scene from that movie has been clipped to hell and back on TikTok, oh, and yeah. I feel like I I've like puzzled <laughs> together a few a full viewing over the past like month and a half. Yeah, from yeah. Foundational wow. movie. So I mean, that song is just brilliant i mean it's really? it's catchy it's fun 
I, I don't know. I love that song. It doesn't feel as soft rocky to me. No, it feels like um what does the Wikipedia say it is? Like what genre that like, music does it say it is? I think if I was gonna tear the community apart whilst Thousand Miles is a brilliant song. Yeah. It could also feel like hell if you played it 1,000 times, maybe in a row, where I feel like pieces of me, you could play it. And you might like keep spiraling into like a dark depression or moodiness, but I think it's more like introspective, introspective, I don't know. Pieces of me. Yes. And I think I'd choose that one if I had to. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I respect that choice. Do you disagree? You you feel I feel well once again. Tension. I I feel the need to like remind you and the listeners okay. that my opinion for this game does not bear out in the final yeah choice of, of this game. Of whoever's keeping score and up above. this song will pieces of me will be moving on to the hundredth episode tear the community apart civil war in which the sixty four top songs of all time will compete in a bracket to be declared the best song of all time damn so pieces of me is now in the bracket you've made the choice tonight um i think you get to the second round i don't know if it'll go to depending on the seating i I mean if it goes up against like 212 by azalea banks 212 is gonna win i'm sorry like i just know whatever gay guy comes on that episode (laughs) picking azalea over ashley simpson with loved ashley simpson um but I I respect that change. I think Pieces of Me is yeah. a fucking awesome song. A Thousand Miles would be my choice, though. I think like Ashley Simpson also, you know, she was really good, and then she got torn down. She lip synced, and she's really come back. She's like a beautiful family with Evan Ross, yeah. right? And that's crazy to think about. By the way, Tracy crazy. Ellis Ross and Ashley Simpson are sisters in law. Crazy. Yeah. And <laughs> Ashley Simpson has an audience with Diana Ross on a regular basis. Right. That's fucking crazy (laughs) she'd come back that high like i don't know um the simpson family has done very well for themselves because jessica is like a billionaire oh yeah her jeans and shoes yeah so it's it's like a rags to riches to no riches to rags yeah you think of all they've overcome Uh like the constant howling and the paparazzi the scandals their mm-hmm. awful gay dad <laughs> like everything everything yeah I feel like he wears a big old chain he is he is at hardy like he <laughs> is the ed hardy of which they've spoken <laughs> that was no but he's still dressing like that like joe is like, like still wearing jeans. look popped collar <laughs> buckle jeans lacrosse polo and every shade of the rainbow <laughs> like it's it's Joe is living large. Uh-huh. Like Joe is like the king of Palm Springs these days. <laughs> like, so I'm not. I see him having his own like, like he and his wife don't sleep in the same bed. I'm sure they're and not like... married anymore. Oh, they're not married. No, Joe. Yeah, he Joe just... Simpson has like a bungalow in Palm Springs. I see that he has a bungalow. <laughs> like, he was a fun name. Oh my gosh! I, like. I just googled um. Well, I googled Joe Simpson, but oh yeah. They've been divorced for a long time now, actually. Oh, um, really? The grandchildren of Joe Simpson. These names are crazy, by the way. I'm Maxwell. Read Maxwell. Yes, Maxwell's okay. the normal one. Maxwell Drew Johnson, okay. the first child okay. of yeah. Eric and Jessica. Jessica. Yeah. Um, Bronx Wentz. Okay. Ashley and Pete. That's Pitt. a lot of like last consonants. Yeah, that's. A, I don't like. I don't like yeah. that. How that sounds. Ace Knut Johnson. 
Are they Canadian? Is it Canute? K-N-U-T-E. Huh. Birdie Mae Johnson. Okay. It sounds like um, what's her face? The director's like movie. Birdie Mae, Lady Bird. Lady, yeah, like, <laughs> Lady Bird Johnson. Yeah, it's a real woman. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jagger Snow Ross. Huh. That and, sounds like you're like on drugs and Aspen and you're <laughs> Jag- Jagger Snow. <laughs> Jagger Snow. Um, and Ziggy Blue. Ziggy Blue. <laughs> yeah, B L U Ross. Yeah, that's fun. They're fun. It doesn't like that family costume vibes of Joe Simpson, but yeah, I I kind of like that. I don't see Joe being a great (laughs) granddad. (laughs) Like, I mean, I don't see that necessarily. I do see him being like the dad though. That's like, come here, sit on Grandpa's knee, and I'll shake you. You know, yeah, (laughs) I can see that. Or he like. (laughs) <laughs> I could see Joe Simpson getting like treats for the kids, but they're like two like small hard candies. They're like choking <laughs> hazards. <laughs> Joe Joe Simpson shows up with a bag of like creme savers. Remember oh, creme savers? No, but it sounds like yeah. a peppermint yeah, patty. Do. No, no, no. It's like it's like oh, um... is it like a Werther's like caramel? No, it's twist. <laughs> these like creme savers <laughs> don't you know these yes i feel like those were in like they've been out of stock random, like valentine's oh. day <laughs> hard like, yeah no like, like they were they were 100 that kind of candy they were like the sophisticated alternative to lifesaver <laughs> and i think they've been discontinued for like 15 years but joe joe is still showing up graphics anymore no like definitely font. not i mean this is like masterpiece theater font it's crazy. these bags are crazy i love them by the way yeah, a closet no he has a closet full he's had it since 2010 he's like i'll bring him some of these and like <laughs> <laughs> he some of well, not the savers. i don't want to be rude they don't want to be rude because jessica i, I think jessica's a great mom <laughs> jessica like those kids have manners like you know those kids have manners. well you know her daughter actually this is embarrassing that i know this is like bffs with northwest really yeah which one birdie may i think maxwell is Maxwell's a girl I oh think. transgressive yeah I like that um no she's definitely BFFs with North that I like that yeah I like that I could see Jessica Northwest is gonna rule the world one day and if like yeah. Maxwell's that's like the Nepo baby literal babies of Nepo babies I support right. all that yeah I that, support that. That is going to be a wild journey. That's so crazy because, like, the Nepo baby discourse empirically has to include literal children right now because they're on TikTok. Like, Northwest is like TikTok famous. No, for sure. She's probably on YouTube shorts, too. <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> I'm trendy. And you know, she's not getting crumb savers from Joe. Like, she's like, she's like, she's, she's crumb like, savers from Courtney, though. I feel like Courtney would be like, off Courtney's giving her like sawdust, or like <laughs> her sea moss. Um, oh. like, her, like, she has oils. those new nutraceuticals, yeah. The the poosh, poosh. Lemmies. yeah, lemmy, yeah. Lemmies. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney is a big laugh to me. I've thought about buying them. 
we'll report back. You tell yeah. me, because I'm not giving that woman a cent of my money. Talk about. I'm not going to, I can't say it again. <laughs> I, I have already gotten in trouble for saying what I thought about Courtney on this podcast. The only time I've gotten in trouble. From Courtney herself? No, from Stans. Hmm. For saying she was a. Uh, so. Well, we're not shamers here. Of any sort. Wrong. Wrong. Bad and wrong. Um. Okay. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for being here. This was once again a absolutely fabulous episode. It was so fun. We covered a fuck ton of ground. <laughs> like, we did talk about a lot of humans. And we touched. I think um recording think in person is hard. Thousands. Yeah, literally, like a little bit of a little. I almost <laughs> say it starts like moment number five. We covered a little bit of every year um yeah since like 2000 that's crazy yeah. that's really crazy yeah. I think there's something about sitting at the table we're we're feeling a little loose like we're feeling a little uh yeah. we're we're, <laughs> we're ta- talking shit <laughs> like, yes. like um and steal oh, magnolias when she's nice. like yeah. if you don't have anything nice to say come sit by me, come sit by me. <laughs> yeah but this is well it's a white well yeah it's yeah, a white it's ikea a white. it's an ikea table you can say it yes. like i'm not you know we're, i'm not a man of means yet <laughs> this podcast i i haven't graduated to way fair money from these ads so um but what a treat a pleasure um if you would like to be found on social media where can people find you um sarah hill 112 but i'm reevaluating my relationship with instagram so that's probably for the best it's yeah. an unusable platform these days <laughs> Um, you can find me on Instagram at Drew Haskins with Z's. Um, apologies if I have not seen your DMs the past week. I have also been kind of off the app and I am I will respond to people eventually. Um, thank you for the kind submissions. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at FK Pigs with a Z and follow at Crisis Twin Pod on Twitter and Instagram for direct updates of, from the pod itself. And if you are listening to this on Wednesday, tune in on Friday for the first episode of Girls from Season 3 with Jen Rogan, the Emmy-winning costume designer from Girls. I know I said this last week, but we are doing it actually this week. And tune in for wonderful guests uh, coming up in the week's end. So until then, bye, everyone. Like what you just heard? Go to the show notes and whatever podcast app you're listening to this on and click the donation link.